Hey, 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 it's Friday! Yes, sir, yes, ma'am. It is the weekend. Finally, we are here. We are at the end of our week. Another one of those crazy, crazy weeks. My name is David Solomon from the Rat Network. My friend Stuart Brazil will finally be back, hopefully, next week. And we'll be sharing this chair again to, in terms of ranting and raving like a bunch of crazy guys as usual. Uh, unfortunately, we are also in the throes of putting together a new promo, new everything, so uh, a little bit of low tech in the last little bit, so we apologize, but we will be up and running by this fall with a full-blown, exciting opportunity, whatever. But you know what? Let me tell you something, folks. There's one thing that just absolutely turns my gears, and I'll use that expression because it's fascinating to see how things work today in this world, and that is hypocrisy. That's right, hypocrisy, politicians, the media. I mean, we're all hypocrites in our own way. I totally get it. We will all say certain things and then go, eh, we don't exactly need it or we'll say something, you know, do as I say, not as I do, with all these kinds of things that we've done in our lives. But the media, and let's just be realistic, <laughs> our politicians have to be held on a higher regard, on a higher ground, and much, much, much higher than what you and I do, because that is what our expectation is, right or wrong. That's what it is. And so when this week encapsulates how much BS is out there and how much we need to hold our politicians and their cohorts in the media accountable, this is the week in which you could go back and say, man, this really sucks. So let's start from the beginning, right? A couple of stories that happened this week that really shows the hypocrisy, both in the U.S. and the Canadian side of the border. And I'll start with yesterday's news that President Biden tested positive for COVID. Now, listen, I don't feel bad or good at this point about COVID because really, unless you're really, really old and really, really sick, it's really, really, you know, or, or even whatever it is, COVID sucks. And the number one question which we always ask about COVID is how do you think you got it? Where do you think you got it from? And when President Trump got it in, during the election campaign, he was lambasted for his lack of, you know, protection and who he was with and blah, blah, blah. And he was ripped, of course, for everything because, you know, when he breathed, he was ripped. <laughs> but this week, when they, yesterday, when they asked, you know, the new press secretary, so how did Mr. Biden get it? I mean, like he was traveling to Israel and he traveled to Saudi Arabia and he was with a lot of people. And the answer to the White House is it doesn't matter. Excuse me. You rip apart everybody when it comes up to this. But Mr. Biden got it. And all of a sudden it's like, well, hold on. No, you know what? It really doesn't matter. I know that's light. But that just shows you the hypocrisy from the White House. Shall I continue? Of course I can. Last week or the last few weeks, God bless the Biden administration. When asked about gas prices, they said, not in our control, don't ask us, blame Russia, blame the Ukraine war, blame, 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 blame. Have you seen the price of gas go down? Even Trudeau. Hey, look at this, look how great we are. We lower gas prices. In what way did you lower gas prices? They're taking credit for something that just last week, two weeks ago, they said they had no control over. The price of oil has gone down, and that is what's causing the price of gas to go down. Nothing that the Biden administration did, nothing that Justin Trudeau did, no one. Supply and demand. Because just remember, last week, Mr. Biden went hat in hand to Saudi Arabia and was told, 
You can't get more oil. This has nothing to do with Biden and Trudeau. Supply and demand has helped the prices go down. And if you look at it day to day, the prices have gone up dollars on the price of a barrel of oil. It's got nothing to do with Biden, even less to do with Justin Trudeau. But speaking of my buddy JT, Justin Trudeau, since he's come to power, has evaded scandal after scandal after scandal. My friend Stuart loves to talk about blackface. That's one of his favorite. But he was on a boat of a wealthy, you know, donor. Aunt, not illegal in Canada. He got caught with his hands in his pants with respect to SNC Lavalin, begging then uh, the the head of one of his cabinet members to try to deflect any attention towards SNC Lavalin, the engineering firm that got caught in a bribery scandal. He got caught in it and he's evaded it. And Justin Trudeau likes to tell you and me how to act. That it's our responsibility as humans to act with ethics and morals. Hockey Canada is mired in a really crappy scandal, unfortunately. Back in 2018, a young lady was having sex with one of the players and then other, other ones came in and apparently, allegedly, had sexual acts with her that were un, not unwarranted, but... She didn't approve. She didn't accept it. She didn't want this. It was essentially a sexual assault, a rape. It's yet to be determined. And in May, Hockey Canada settled with her. She's remained anonymous. And Hockey Canada is now getting crap, legitimately so, from corporations who've sponsored Hockey Canada and members of parliament. But when Justin Trudeau starts and talks about a real reckoning, Hockey Canada must face a real reckoning over its handling of this sexual allegations. And he calls it a culture of toxic behavior. And he says that Hockey Canada's behavior over the past few years, indeed over these past few months, has been not worthy of an organization that embodies so many hopes and dreams for young Canadians. There needs to be a real reckoning with what we saw from that organization and the willful blindness to something that other organizations have been faced with, struggled with, but made good decisions around as opposed to what Hockey Canada has been doing. Sounds like the Trudeau administration. Don't you just love it when JT stands there and tells you where you are wrong, but he is never wrong. He can do whatever he wants because he's the Prime Minister of Canada. Hypocrisy, ladies and gentlemen. Hypocrisy. Let's go back south of the border for just a second. Because one of the stories that has been buried by our friends in the media has been Hunter Biden. Now, back in the fall of 2020, the story that Hunter Biden's laptop had proof that Joe Biden knew of his son's dealings with Ukraine and financially benefited from these using politi his political clout, that they both had financial gain from it, it completely evaded this news cycle, thanks to the liberal media. Fox News, New York Post, of course, would run it. CNN, MSNBC, and the rest refused to run it. Lo and behold, here we are here in a, almost two years later, and now the Justice Department is looking really into it and saying, there's a smoking gun right over here that Joe Biden knew, apparently, of his son's dealings. He denied it. He lied, lied, lied lied, should I say again, lied to you and me as he was campaigning 
He told everybody, no, 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 no. I knew nothing of the fact. But now the laptop shows dozens of meetings with his father and business partners. And there is a smoking gun. So you would think that this would make the news cycles properly. And of course, it does not. And it starts with NPR, who've asked why they haven't reported in these stories, because it has appeared in places like Fox News and New York Post, which, according to them, are not real media. And therefore, the statement is, quote, we don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. And we don't want to waste the listeners and readers' times on stories that are just pure distractions. <laughs> what? The Justice Department is looking into this. You spent four years on a fake investigation with the Trump administration, the Russian allegations, Donald Trump Jr., you name the list, and you're telling me that there's no story here? CNN said there's no story here either, that there, there is no relationship and it shouldn't be connected in any way to the Biden administration. What kind of hypocrisy is this? Are you a news media? No, you're an agenda builder. You're an agenda organization that has only one purpose, ensuring that the Democrats remain in power, vilify, discredit the Republican Party. That's all you care about. Now, I'm not saying that the Fox News is any better because it seems to be the exact opposite. But for crying out loud, here is hypocrisy, whatever you want to call it. Either you are legit or you're not. And the news media continues to show how illegitimate they are. Because at no point do you and I have a say in what they report. What we do have a say is to cut them off. And when they lie to you and me and they're hypocrites about the fact that they're a newsworthy organization, you could laugh. The media has continued to cover the Biden administration's butt time and time again, but they have no problem discrediting the Trump, the Trump family and Donald Trump, as been proven with the January 6th hearings. Yes, you see, when the what one of the comments that the Democrats and the media have said is that if the Republicans win the House and or the Senate in November, be careful. Because they're going to start running all these useless and nonsensical hearings trying to discredit the Democratic Party. How odd, isn't it? Isn't that what they're doing right now with the January 6th hearings? They brought in Liz Cheney, the clown, the crackpot of the Republican Party, onto this committee as the vice chair of this committee without fair representation, of course, without fair, you know, Ability for the Republicans to go and question the Nancy Pelosi's and others of this world? No, no, no. We are here to discredit and spend more money because we didn't spend enough money on the Trump investigation, James Comey, the, the Russian allegations, and so on and so forth. That circus didn't matter. This one matters. But it's funny how. Again and again, whenever the light is shined on the Biden administration in a negative way, the January 6th hearings become more relevant. Watch the media cycle and you'll see. It's not about finding fact and truth. It's about discrediting. It isn't about, you know, really going into the heart of the problem, which, by the way, 
Isn't that the, the job of the police, the FBI, not politicians? Should politicians be investigating a justice matter? Oh, God, no. Please, God. And yet they have the chutzpah, the goal, to put it out there. Once again, pure hypocrisy. Shall I continue? Oh, I have more. This week, AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, the squad, and other Democrats decided to protest abortion. You see, the Roe v. Wade, you know, overturning has turned into this new circus by the Democratic Party and by, you know, the woke, as we need to create havoc. And the havoc here in this case is let's pretend that we're really going to, we're getting not only arrested, which they sort of were, but that they were being handcuffed. They stood with their hands behind their backs, all of them, pretending to be handcuffed. They've denied it, saying, of course not. But remember, this is the same group of people that, like IOC, ran to the border, cried on a fence about those poor children, those poor immigrant children were in cages. She hasn't been to the border in a year and a half. And by the way, those same children are still in cages. This whole business about abortion, Maybe she agrees with it, but to pretend she was arrested and being handcuffed, it's vile. It's vile. It's about getting a snapshot. It's about getting in a newspaper. It's being about, you know, us talking about her in, you know, in glowing terms, how great she is. The reality is that AOC, Ilan, Ilan Rashid Tlaib, Ilan Omar, and all the rest of them are nothing but hypocrites. Nothing but hypocrites. They were arrested in a pro-choice protest, wanting to just to pretend what they do. The final piece of the hypocrisy, and I'm going to slam this nail in, is thanks to Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul. You and I have no right to benefit financially from insider trading. It's against the law in Canada and in the United States. It's against the law to go ahead and to know about something and consciously go buy a stock and to benefit once a new cycle happens. Paul Pelosi bought a million dollars worth of stock and he's going to benefit financially thanks to information known on the inside. You and I have no right to that information, but they can. And they're allowed to benefit financially and you and I cannot. Can you explain that to me? This is what politicians have been doing. This is what the media has been doing. And this is all in one week's news cycle. Only imagine what next week will bring. But it, his hypocrisy is just, had to, I just had to share it today. It just turns my gears. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of another great week. It is scorchingly hot outside. So I hope you can make the best out of the, the summer. Enjoy yourself. Stay well, stay safe, and I'll see you guys all next week.